The title of this evening's talk is The Four Great Elements or The Four Great Essentials. And this evening we'll explore <coughs> one of the Buddha, Buddha's very primary teachings that he stressed and often repeated from a number of different perspectives. In conjunction with this teaching, We'll also spend some time exploring a specific practice regarding the four great elements, regarding the four great essentials through uh, a guided meditation that is uh, potentially a window, potentially an opening to the direct experience, discernment, and understanding of one aspect of ultimate reality, the ultimate reality of rupa, form, the reality of how it really is, one aspect of how or what this body and every other form really is, which is a direct pointer to the not-self characteristic of all forms. So I'll begin with the question, how do you identify yourself? You can reflect on that for just a moment. For most of us, if not pretty much all of us, a primary or a large part of our personal identification as to who and what we are is related to our body, our physicality. Or in the the language of the Buddha, we identify ourselves in good part through rupa, the Pali word which translates as material form or materiality. So just consider this for a moment in relationship to yourself. I'm a woman. I'm a man. I'm thin or fat or not too thin or not too fat. I'm tall or short or of average height. I'm good-looking. I'm handsome, beautiful, ugly plain, attractive, unattractive. I have dark skin or light skin or good skin or bad skin. My nose is large or my nose is too big or small or cute. I'm wrinkled and old and weak. I'm young and strong and smooth-skinned. And on and on and on it goes. With all of these personal identities constantly changing over the years, within days, or within just moments in our mind, even though we engage tremendous 
effort, energy, and time in clinging to these various identities. Truly, there's really no place to hang our identity hat for more than just a few moments, if that. No place to rest in this constantly changing relative, in these constantly changing relative perceptions and ideas of who we think we are. And as I very briefly mentioned at the beginning of this discussion, uh, the Buddha offered a very profound teaching. Uh, And there's a very specific practice in conjunction with this teaching that I'll share uh, a bit of with you uh, this evening. And so we'll begin our exploration with the particular way that the Buddha offered the teaching of the four great elements or the four great essentials to his son, Rahula. And I'd like to uh, offer uh, some background. Uh, The teaching is in the form of a sutta that uh, has been, was transcribed a few thousand years ago that he offered to Rahula, that the Buddha offered to his son. But the story behind the sutta is quite interesting and, um, and helpful in terms of understanding why this was offered to this young man who was 18 at the time. So the story behind this sutta, this teaching, uh, Rahula, the Buddha's 18-year-old son, was following the Buddha on a particular day as they were um, on their way into the village uh, for alms rounds. And he was walking behind his father, the Buddha, and with admiration he noted uh, the physical perfection of his father and reflected with pride uh, that he himself was of similar appearance, thinking, I too am handsome, like my father, the Blessed One. The Buddha's form is beautiful, and so too is mine. Well, kind of difficult to have such a father as the Buddha because <laughs> the Buddha read Rahula's thoughts and, uh, and he decided uh, to uh, at once admonish him before such vain thoughts uh, would lead him into much greater difficulties. And that morning, the Buddha framed his advice in terms of contemplating the body as neither a self nor as the possession of a self. And this is the, the teaching, the very brief teaching that he gave his son as they were on their way, making their way into town to uh, alms rounds. Rahula, any kind of material form, whatever, whether past, future, or present, internal or external, gross or subtle, inferior, superior, far or near, all material form should be seen as it actually is with proper wisdom thus. 
This is not mine. This I am not. This is not myself. Well, this young man, uh, Rahula, felt uh, rightly scolded by his father. And so he decided to uh, sit down under a tree along the side of the road to reflect on the admonishment and the teaching rather than to continue on into the village with the Buddha. So he did that. He sat down. Though he actually uh, soon got uh, quite distracted in conversation with um, Venerable Sariputta, who actually was his primary teacher, who himself was walking uh, down the road on his way into town for uh, alms rounds, for an alms round. The following teaching was given to Rahula later that evening, after they were all back at where they were staying, in order to dispel Rahula's attachment to the body, which had not yet uh, been removed by the brief instruction on egoless, the egolessness of material form uh, that the Buddha had given him uh, earlier that day on their way into the village for alms round. This teaching actually has uh, two parts to it. Uh, the Buddha uses uh, the four great elements in this teaching uh, as both a metaphor and as a direct experience teaching in relationship to the body itself, simply being a composite of the earth element, the water element, the fire element, and the air or wind element. And he also adds... Um, the element of space, meaning by this all of the openings, holes, apertures uh, in the body internally, and all of the space around everywhere externally. The Buddha encourages his son uh, to dissolve the sense of self into the impersonal elements making up the world. The goal is not to infuse the world with self, but to drain the self of self. And also to realize what leads to suffering lies in finding things agreeable or in finding things disagreeable. And that with an attitude of not mine toward all phenomena, the mind is liberated from clinging. And as I've already briefly mentioned, the Buddha offered a very profound teaching. And there's a very specific Uh, practice in conjunction with this teaching. So, so I'd like to uh, offer the sutta. It's a, it's a uh, shortened version of the sutta, of the teaching that uh, the Buddha gave to his son Rahula that evening 
uh, after they were back uh, at where they were all living. Slightly condensed uh, version of it. Rahula, develop meditation that is like the earth. For when you develop meditation that is like the earth, arisen, agreeable, and disagreeable contacts will not invade your mind and remain. Just as people throw clean things and dirty things, such as excrement, urine, spittle, pus, and blood on the earth, the earth is not horrified, humiliated, or disgusted because of that. So too, Rahula, develop meditation that is like the earth. For when you develop meditation that is like the earth, arisen, agreeable, and disagreeable contacts will not invade your mind and remain. Rahula, develop meditation that is like water. For when you develop meditation that is like water, arisen, agreeable, and disagreeable contacts will not invade your mind and remain. Just as people wash clean and dirty things, such as excrement, urine, spittle, pus, and blood in water, and water is not horrified, humiliated, or disgusted because of that, so too, Rahula, develop meditation that is like water. For when you develop meditation that is like water, arisen, agreeable, and disagreeable contacts will not invade your mind and remain. Rahula, develop meditation that is like fire. For when you develop meditation that is like fire, arisen, agreeable, and disagreeable contacts will not invade your mind and remain. Just as fire burns things, clean things and dirty things, fire is not horrified, humiliated, and disgusted because of that. So too, Rahula, develop meditation that is like fire. For when you develop meditation that is like fire, arisen, agreeable, and disagreeable contacts will not invade your mind and remain. Rahula, develop meditation that is like air. Just as the air blows on clean things and dirty things, such as excrement, urine, spittle, pus, and blood, and the air is not horrified, humiliated, and disgusted because of that, so too, Rahula, develop meditation that is like the air. For when you develop meditation that is like the air, arisen, agreeable, and disagreeable contacts will not invade your mind and remain. Rahula, develop meditation that is like space. For when you develop meditation that is like space, arisen, agreeable, and disagreeable contacts will not invade your mind and remain. Just as space is not established anywhere, so too, Rahula, develop meditation that is like space. For when you develop meditation that is like space, arisen, agreeable, and disagreeable contacts will not invade your mind and remain.
And so, <laughs> I'll offer a, a guided meditation in relationship to this teaching. And first, I'd like to um, briefly go over the four elements and their characteristics. And with the guided meditation, we'll be exploring the characteristics, the experiential aspect of each of these elements, which uh, abides in the characteristics of each element. So the earth element. The characteristics of the earth element are hardness, roughness, heaviness, softness, smoothness, and lightness. The characteristics of the water element are flowing, cohesion. The characteristics of the fire element are heat or warmth, cold or coolness. And the last of the four great elements or great essentials, the wind or air element. And the characteristics of the wind or air element are supporting and pushing. So this all will become clear, or at least clearer, to some degree, to whatever degree, as we explore uh, these elements and their characteristics through the guided meditation. So taking a few moments now to settle into the body, getting comfortable, settling in with ease and relaxation. And now bringing the attention directly to the breath at the Anapanaspat, the touching point, in a very simple way. Sensing and knowing the sensations of the in-breath and the out-breath as it touches or brushes over the Anapanaspat wherever that is for you.
and taking some time now to just simply allow concentration to develop and blossom with a clear intention and at the same time a relaxed manner. A clear intention to sustain the attention at the touching point and just very simply and gently let go of whatever comes up other than the breath sensations at your touching point. And we'll sit with this for just a little while, allowing concentration to develop and settle in to some degree.
And now we'll begin to explore each of the characteristics of the four great elements directly through our meditation practice. Beginning with the element of wind or air and starting with the characteristic of pushing. Taking the concentrated attention that you've just been developing and are now experiencing And through the sense of touch, bring your attention to a mindful awareness of the pushing sensation in the center of the head as the breath moves in and out. It's subtle. the top of the head, center top of the head. If the pushing of the breath in the center top of the head isn't easy to discern for you, then try being aware of pushing as the chest moves or expands with each in-breath, or as the belly, the abdomen moves, pushes out with each in-breath. Wherever there is movement, there's pushing. The movement of the breath, there's pushing. When you're able to discern this characteristic of pushing, concentrate on it until it becomes clear in your mind. Then move your awareness to another part of the body nearby and look for pushing there. In this way you'll slowly be able to discern pushing first in the head or maybe the belly or the chest, 
the neck, the trunk of the body, the arms, legs, feet, hands. Doing this again and again, many times, until wherever you place your awareness in the body, you can easily sense and see no pushing. See and no pushing. In some places it will be obvious, and other places it will be very subtle. But it's present everywhere throughout the body. And now let the discernment of this elemental characteristic go. And we'll explore the discernment of one of the earth element characteristics, hardness. Begin by discerning hardness in your teeth, by biting your teeth together a few times. Go ahead and do that. And feeling how hard they are. Now relax your bite and feel the hardness of the teeth. They still might be touching each other, but you're not biting hard now. When you can feel this, try to sense and discern hardness throughout the body in a systematic way from head to feet, in a similar way as you did in discerning pushing. And take care not to deliberately tense the body.
And now letting this characteristic of hardness go, the discernment of it. Let it go. You can come back to the Anapana spot, breath. And now we'll look for another of the earth element characteristics, heaviness throughout the body. And begin by placing one hand on top of the other in your lap and feeling that the top hand is heavy or feeling the heaviness of the head by bending it forward, letting it hang. And practicing this clearly for a few moments, feeling heaviness, discerning heaviness. And then begin sensing and discerning heaviness throughout the body. And now letting the experience and discernment of heaviness go. Returning to the Anapanaspat.
And now we'll look for one of the characteristics of the wind element, the air element, supporting this characteristic of supporting throughout the body. And beginning by relaxing your back so that your body bends forward. It's really worth experimenting with this, not just thinking about it. Relaxing your back so your body bends forward. And now straighten your body and keep it straight and upright. Staying very present in the experience. The force which keeps the body straight, still, and erect is supporting. The element, uh, wind or air element characteristic of supporting. So practice this awareness systematically for a few moments, beginning to discern supporting throughout the body from head to feet. If you have difficulty with this, you can try to feel and discern supporting together with hardness, as this can make it easier to discern supporting. And now letting the experience and the discernment of supporting go. And return to the mindfulness of breathing on a pana spot.
And we'll look now for another of the characteristics of the earth element, softness. And begin by putting your attention in the area of your mouth, keeping the mouth very relaxed. And pressing your tongue against the inside of your upper or lower lip to feel its softness. Now relax your body and practice systematically beginning to beginning sensing and discerning softness throughout the body. Now letting the experience and discernment of softness go. Returning to Anapanasati at the touching point. And next we'll look for another of the characteristics of the earth element, smoothness. 
And we begin by moistening your lips and rubbing your tongue over them from side to side, just inside the lips. And feeling the smoothness. Practicing this for a few moments and then beginning to sense and discern smoothness throughout the body. And letting go of the experience and discernment of smoothness. Attention back to the Anapana spot. And next, we'll look for another characteristic of the earth element, roughness. Beginning by running your tongue back and forth over the bony palate on the roof of the mouth, feeling roughness.
and then discerning this throughout the body. Now letting this experience of roughness and the discernment of it, letting it go. Returning to Anapanasati. And we'll look for one more earth element characteristic, lightness. And begin by wagging a single finger up and down. Just moving your one single finger up and down lightly, feeling its lightness. And again, practicing to begin sensing and knowing lightness throughout the body.
and letting go of the experience of lightness and its discernment, discernment of it. Back to Anapanasati briefly. And next we'll look for the heat or warmth of the fire element throughout the body, usually quite easy to sense and know. And next, the coolness or coldness. And maybe beginning by feeling the coldness of the breath as it enters through the nostrils. And begin to feel and discern coolness or coldness throughout the body. And now letting the coolness or coldness go. All of the elemental characteristics that we've practiced with so far are known directly through the sense of touch. The next two elemental characteristics are primarily known by inference. So the characteristic of cohesion, one of the characteristics of the water element, Awareness of how the body's being held together by the skin, flesh, sinews. Blood being held in by skin like water in a balloon. 
without cohesion the body would fall into separate pieces and particles. The force of gravity which keeps the body stuck to the earth is also cohesion. If cohesion still isn't clear experientially, then you can pay attention to sensing just the qualities of pushing and hardness. And eventually you may feel as if the whole body is kind of wrapped up in the coils of a rope. This may help in discerning this quality or this characteristic of cohesion. You're now letting the discernment of cohesion go. Breathing, mindful awareness of breath. The Anapanaspad. And the last characteristic we'll explore this evening, the characteristic of flowing, which is one of the characteristics of the water element, as was cohesion. So it's helpful to begin by discerning the flowing of the saliva in the mouth. Or maybe for some of you, the flowing of the blood through the veins or the flowing of the air into the lungs or maybe the flowing of heat throughout the body. Developing your meditation on flowing as was given in previous instructions for the other characteristics that we've been exploring.
And now letting go of the experience and discernment of the characteristic of flowing. Some of these elemental characteristics will be easy or relatively easy for you to sense and discern or have been relatively easy to sense and discern and some not so easy to connect with, sense, feel, and know. But over time, if one continues with this practice, the mind gets more and more concentrated more concentrated and mindfulness strengthens and the subtleties of the elemental characteristics of the body become more and more discernible. How intimately and how mindfully connected are you to these most basic and universal experiences. This body in its elemental nature, in its essence, a composite of earth, water, fire, and air elements, its ultimate nature, really no different than any other rupa, no different than any other form. Maybe for some of you who might be feeling that connecting with the Anapana practice may not be for you at this point, you might wish to consider shifting your practice to this four elements practice. And if any of you would like to talk with me about this, please leave me a note and I would be happy to meet with you tomorrow to uh, talk about it a little bit if you're interested. And let's just sit quietly together for just a moment. And thank you for listening to and practicing the Dhamma.
And we'll close the evening together chanting the sharing of blessings. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.